Dun, 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 dun. Welcome to the Healthy Conscience Podcast, where a healthy conscience helps you be health conscious. My name is Lynn Lee. I am a registered dietitian and your host today. My name is Vince, and I'm a uh, registered co-host today. Registered co-host vos, vos, voter. <laughs> I, am also, I also am a registered voter. Yes. I don't know what I just said. A boaster. What else am I registered at? You're a registered car owner. You're a registered California resident. Um, I'm a registered black belt. <clears throat> oh, my bad. I'm a lethal weapon. That was one of Vince's pickup lines when we first met. I was it like, was? I saw, yeah. How did I say that pickup line? I just well, well, know. well. It was just one of your. I don't remember it being a pickup line, Mister Innocent. Um, well, I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I talk. <laughs> What's up, girl? Uh, you feel in danger because I'm a registered lethal weapon, son. Yeah, that, that I'm is. a black belt. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. know karate. You don't know no karate. Did oh, did you think I knew karate? Because my body is kicking. <laughs> <laughs> that one's a good one. Um, no, but yes. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing great. I'm so, doing amazing. You're doing amazing. That's awesome. So what are some new things you've learned during this quarantine? Uh, new thing. Well, one recently more so is baking. Mm. Both what are you of baking? Us, well, aren't both of us baking? Just the bread. Yeah. Well, well I, think, I actually you're baking more than I am. Like I've always baked stuff, but mm-hmm. then like it's more so because there's like a lot of really good YouTube videos out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning like more technique on like folding dough and like just the process is kind of like intriguing. Man, that process is kind of like intriguing, says the person who didn't do it. (laughs) That's why I learned because I didn't do it. So one of my coworkers gave me a sourdough starter. And then gave uh, gave me pretty extensive like instructions on how to make a sourdough bread. It's not simple, but he literally laid out like his recipe. He's a trained chef and he's a baker. So literally it's a science to him. He gave me a recipe, told me all these steps, told me, okay, I can't explain this. So look up a video. I did all of that while Vince over here just blip, 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 blip. It's because we were watching this video and it said, if you have a um, a mixer, a bread mixer, uh-huh. you could just stick it in there and it'll be the same thing. Uh-huh. And was your bread the same thing as mine? It was trash. Hot trash. Mm, you said it, not I. Anyways, he didn't even like follow a recipe. He literally took the starter and the starter, you're, it's supposed to act like the yeast. So you put a little bit of it into your dough. This guy took the starter and was like, I'm not wasting this. And just kept adding flour to it until it was thick enough. I didn't want to waste it. <laughs> and then, yes, it was super dense and dry. But that's how I learned how to make bread. Okay, I'm sorry. But then my bread, on the other side, it was actually like, pretty decent that is exactly what i mean oh if you make bread how i did it don't do it'll it it'll be hot trash mm. if you make it how you did it mm. it'll be amazing yes so and making the second time we did it it was both amazing oh yeah we were supposed to do it again but um 
this week kind of. Oh, it did happen because today I made pizza. Oh, true that, dear. And oh, this was the, so good. This was the best pizza dough I've ever made in my entire life. And it's because I followed a recipe and not not just the recipe, but followed the process. The process. Usually you for well, you're usually the one who makes the pizza dough at home when I'm at work. So I don't really know. I think it's because I'm, I'm such like a like an artist. Like I like to just like when I'm cooking, I just like to wing things. You know, you usually you can, but baking you can't. It literally is a science. The reason why there's X, Y, and Z is because this does this, this does this, and this at this time it'll make it rise. Well, for the most, I mean, in my experience, like. Most of the stuff I baked in the past is like, like uh, what's it called? Like um, desserts, like cookies and stuff. You could kind of wing cookies, mm-hmm. and like, and I've like made enough cookies that I know, like, if I want to make it more chewy, I gotta add this, or I wanted to make it more like flat and spread it out, I gotta do this. But bread is like a whole nother. Like, bread is like a science, and and then get this, I brought. My coworker, the one who gave me all of these steps, mm-hmm. the I gave him a slice of my bread. And he was like, Um, yeah, it's good. And I was like, I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> and then he started talking, and then literally same feelings from the first time, just whoo. I was like, what the heck? It just went in over my head. So he told you our bread is trash? No, he said it's good, but to make it better, because ours was too sour. So uh, what he said was that you can't just add the starter straight into the dough. What you're supposed to do is make a lavan, and then the lavan has to sit for several hours. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Some that's how that. he pronounced it. I was pronouncing it levin. Levin? Or it's spelled like levain. Okay. I would have pronounced it as a levain, but who knows? He pronounced it as a Levon. And I don't know if that's accurate because I don't know. (laughs) That sounds like that's kind of a cool name. It is. Levon. Levon. You got to make the Levon. I'm like, what in the world? I got to make a child named Levon? (laughs) What are you talking about? But then it was a whole nother process. I feel like like sourdough. Well, I I can't speak for all uh, baking stuff because I haven't baked everything. But I feel like. Sourdough is a pretty like difficult thing. Like it, there's a lot of steps. There's a lot of details that all add up in the end product. Mm-hmm. And I feel like after doing that, it like made everything else that I bake better. In general, yes. Oh wow! Because it's like it. Is that it why made your you, pizza dough was so amazing today? Yeah, because it made me understand like, oh, why do you have to do these steps? Mm-hmm. Because it it, and then you could see the result in the end. Because the ones that didn't do the steps, it was trash. So, like, one of the things that I thought was really cool was um, the hydration period. And I think it's called, like, an auto lease. Mm. But then you put the water with the flour. Yeah. And you just let it, like, you mix, you do a rough mix, and then you let it sit for, like, an hour or two hours. Yeah, yeah. And then the gluten starts to form. So from that dough that was really rough and you kept picking it up and it kept breaking, it turns into this, like, kind of more like elute like connected dough yeah that when you grab it it holds on to each other so there's more of a connection and then the that gluten has formed so then it won't release as easily 
It's kind of like also when we made a bun bao, the the dough was like super, super sticky. And we're like, oh, do we need to add more flour? It's like, nope, just let it sit. But I added more flour. But when you after when it's all sticky and you let it sit, then it starts to like like hold its form and it's it's not as sticky anymore after you let it sit for time. So which what I what making bread has taught me is you have to be patient with it. You really do. You really have to be patient with it and you can't rush the process because if you rush the process it doesn't turn out right yeah and i think that's like that's what i used to do i would like rush it i'm like oh i don't need i don't need to do all these like risings like over and over and over i'll just make it and then let it rise once maybe i'll let it maybe i'll just add all those times all into one rise Oh yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in the end, my bread was terrible. Mm, it would just kapoof, yeah, flatten out. Remember the first bread I made, like months ago? No, it was like years ago. Mm. The first time I ever attempted bread, like I did not like let that let it proof the last time. Uh huh. So when I baked it, it was just like hard dough. I don't even remember. I blocked it out of my memory. Yeah, it was that bad. It's that bad. It, granted, it tasted like you could tell the flavor was good there, but it, it was bad. I think the other thing, though, back then we would use um, only whole wheat flour or yeah. only all purpose flour. Now we're using bread flour. Yeah, that was a game changer. Game changer. Like, Thanks for that tippities. Because like we I mean, most most people don't have bread flour mm-hmm. in general, even at the store. Like some, a lot of stores don't have bread flour. You got to really like kind of hunt for it. But mm-hmm. bread flour compared to like all purpose flour, it gives bread such a good taste. Texture. Like it's chewy and mm. all purpose flour. You making bread with that? Nah. Yes, it's so good. Your, your bread probably tastes like my bread like a month ago. Yeah. So I think that's <laughs> what changed because your pizza dough um, back then, there was like a certain... It was too crumbly and it was too like uh, bread-like. Yeah. And then when we finally got like bread flour, I noticed that. I was like, oh, this is actually more like pizza texture. Yeah. So it gave more of a, it was more of a give with the bites of the crust. and. I think it's because also, yeah, we're using whole wheat flour. Mm. And I don't know if, I mean, maybe it's even harder to find whole wheat bread flour. I don't. So with whole wheat, because of the fiber, uh-huh. it, I don't know if this is the reason or if there's actually a thing, but then the whole wheat actually cuts the gluten, makes the gluten forming less um, available. And the, oh. yeah, so that might be why. So the little why. grains, mm-hmm. the little shells. They, the little shells. like little knives cutting the gluten. Pretty much. Oh. Yeah. That's so you could only use, you could use a that's why no one ever uses completely whole wheat. I think you could use completely whole wheat, but then I think it's a longer process. Uh, so it's probably more sitting and longer time to allow for the gluten to form. It's like, um, I mean, even like with pizza dough, I, I don't think I've ever had like at a really good pizza place where mm-hmm. it's completely whole wheat. Like sometimes they'll use like 50-50 and that's good, but... When you do completely whole wheat, it kind of gives it more of a bready. Yeah, it's like, like more dense, like a cookie, crumbly texture. Or like a cake. Like cake, a, cake, cake, cake. Like a really cake, dry cake, cake taste. Mm. What is that one thing? The biscottis? Biscottis? Yeah. No? Not what? like that? 
Oh no, those are delicious. But I'm saying the texture. Oh, well, you can't say something delicious. Fine, forget it. What's something nasty? I don't know. Oh, like that? Na- like your bread? Like <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, like uh, you know that? I mean, some people might like this, but there's that cornbread that just tastes like dry cake. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people like it. Really? Yeah. Well, because like you're just right. picky. Some people make cornbread. Vince, that- hold on, Vince is super picky with cornbread. I just just got to put that out there. But then this guy doesn't really like cake. So that's why I don't like. Well, I like good cake. Doesn't like dry cake. <laughs> I don't like the cake that you get from like I don't know Safeway, and it's like been I sitting out. Like the cake from Safeway. I like. Uh, there's certain cakes I like. One with the fruit t- inside. Yes, I do like that one. But the typical cake, it's you know, it's just cake. True. 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 But sometimes people make this cornbread. I think it's actually a box package one, mm-hmm. and it's just like it tastes like cake flavored. Or corn flavored cake. I think there is actually like um, somebody brought it to my work once, and I think it's like they got it at like La Superior or something like that, and it was like a corn cake. It was oh, literally really? cake, but oh. it was corn. Oh, that's different then. Okay. But anyways, yeah, I have my I have high standards of cornbread. It really does, and it's like. Sometimes I'm like, I just want cornbread. I but do you care. want good cornbread or you want terrible cornbread? I want good cornbread. See? Okay. I don't care. Your standards are high too. My standards are high because I only eat it once in a while. Okay. And, and I want once, it to be good. And that once in a while, you don't want the cake corn. Maybe I do. Oh. I don't know. As long as it tastes good with my chili. Okay. That's all that matters. See, that, that, that changes things because when you put it with the chili, the chili kind of like hydrates it a little bit hydrates it hydrates when you have that super dry one and uh, yeah but yeah our baking skills have been upped upped yeah because i think right at the beginning what were you baking like cookies i made cookies i don't remember you we baked a bunch of things at first oh i made panda and cheesecake oh yes that was really good it's kind of cool because like recently i've seen a lot of people that usually like don't either don't cook or are really bad cooks, mm-hmm. like actually making good like looking stuff. And I'm like, wow, it's pretty cool. You're getting better. Like, yeah. It's nice to see. Or I think at the beginning they were posting pictures of food and it's like, that's probably good. But like for one of the things that I have been practicing very hard huh. with is plating. I have such a difficult time with plating food. Mm. but I think I've gotten a little bit better. Yeah. Oh, really? I think so. Okay, okay, thank you. I wasn't agreeing. Uh, yeah. Because okay. at first you were like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> you were like, oh, yeah. There's some. There's a couple people that are really good at plating, but their food looks terrible. <laughs> Why? I don't, like it just, it doesn't, you know, like sometimes things look pretty, but they don't taste good. Mm. And sometimes like, when you look at people, Like fondant, back to cake. Fondant? Don't even worry about it. Forget it. We won't go down that alley. Oh, fondant. Oh, I know what you're talking about. What did I just say? (laughs) I was thinking fondue. Okay. But yeah, there's some people like that you could tell by their picture. Like that looks really pretty, but flavorless. Why is that? I'm curious. I don't know. Like 
I don't know when ta- when something tastes good, you can smell it through the picture. There is something I just remembered. What? We'll talk about that spring roll video. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was this like top chef, and when I say top chef, I'm putting quotations all around it, all everywhere. around it, and um. He made this video making a spring roll. It like, was a tutorial. Yeah, and it was a like a fancy spring roll. I don't know what, but it was like like the whole time, I was just busting up laughing because I thought it was. Like <laughs> I a, thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke video. It was that terrible. Like, it was like a little kid was making this. It was like like if it was a little kid, in the end, I wouldn't have been that mad because I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute. It's cute. So. Growing up Vietnamese, we made spring rolls all the time. And I think specifically in our region of Vietnam, we literally wrap everything in the spring roll. We wrap bunsail in spring rolls. We wrap egg rolls in spring rolls. We wrap fish. We wrap anything you can put inside of it. We wrap it in there. But that was just like something we did growing up. So I'm very passionate about spring rolls because it's one of my favorite food things yeah but um you don't need to soak your rice paper (laughs) until it's like a flopped yeah i don't even know i can't even i'm out of words that was the that was the part that i was like wait what why is he making this video like that's like a like the first time you made a spring roll and the water was too hot and you're like, oh, well, maybe next time I'll do uh, less hot water or maybe warm or maybe cold water. My but, mind was blown. But then this guy is making a video about it. And it's like, what, is this, this, is, this is his first time doing this. Maybe because it, it literally he said, and now wrap it as tightly as possible. But because <laughs> it was mush, <laughs> it didn't want to wrap. It turned part. into like a, it looked like a caterpillar. <laughs> I'm like, who put this guy up to this? It, what is it? What is it? A cocoon. It looked like a cocoon that wasn't closed all the way. I don't know. But I'm not looked, even going to talk about the things that went inside because like that a, was blasphemous. Have you guys? I don't know if you guys seen Pinterest fails, but <laughs> that was a Pinterest fail. It's like you got the before the picture of this is what it should look like. <laughs> this is what I made. And granted, I do do a lot of Pinterest fails, so I don't even know. That just shouldn't have been a tutorial. That needs to be on Pinterest fails. Like <laughs> that's like that was hilarious. I feel bad even talking about this because I think that video got taken down shortly after. So then that kind of confirmed that oh my god they were actually serious. Yeah. Vince and I were like this can't be for real because we only all we only saw the tutorial part of it and we didn't see the entirety. And somebody else sent us the entire video and I was like oh my goodness this guy is serious because he sits there and eats it and like enjoys it yeah and i but the only part that we saw it was like taken out of context of just the tutorial so we both thought it was a joke oh it's a sick joke i don't know so it's like it's like one thing to like try to be creative but like i don't know what that was it's i don't like you know i don't even i don't even have words because sometimes i wonder if what we cook is like blasphemy to other people like we make Korean food. We'll, we made kimchi not too long ago. Shout out to making kimchi. It was actually kind of fun. Oh, yeah. That was actually, that was a, um, that was something that really surprised me because like I, this, like my whole life, I thought um, like fermenting stuff 
was like would be a lot harder mm -hmm. and not that it's super easy but um like within a day the kimchi was ready and mm -hmm. it tasted really good like i I, I mean, not just kimchi, but even other pickled stuff. I always thought it was such a That's difficult right. process. Because we also made skimono. Skimono. Yeah, skimono was even easier. And this is like one of Vince's absolute favorite like pickled Japanese um It's just dishes. like pickled cabbage. Pickled and cabbage and, and other like vegetables. cucumbers in there sometimes. Um, but like that, that was the first thing we fermented. And then and that was like, what did it? I can't remember. It took like an hour or three hours. Uh, I think it took like three or three four hours. hours yeah but it was so good yeah and then like once i did that i was like oh i guess kimchi couldn't be too much harder and then we tried kimchi and i mean th granted there's a lot more stuff that or a whole lot more stuff that goes into it but it actually turned out really good i think we use all of our now don't be mad at me if i pronounce it wrong <laughs> gochukaru gochukaru that we used all of it for the kimchi. And then right after that, I was like, we need more of this because we were like cooking all sorts of random things. Like Vince was making sundubu and all that. But I don't, I, I can't help but wonder if that person who made that video was like genuinely just like how we are curious and want to make food. Well, I think it's one thing to like, like want to learn something. Uh-huh. But this guy is like trying to pass on knowledge about oh, this is true. This dish that it looks like he's very amateur at. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Uh, it would be like me trying like say we made this kimchi and mm. it, it turned out really terrible. And now I'm like, hey guys. If we didn't make. even use Napa cabbage and we use regular cabbage <laughs> and the purple cabbage. That would if we use lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. And I'm like, hey guys, check out my hey kimchi. guys, look at this kimchi tutorial. Yeah, see, I think that's the other thing. It's like you gotta. There's a level of expertise when you're trying to share something with people. That's true. That's like if you went onto your own YouTube channel and started to um, teach popping. I'd be like, what yeah. the heck are yeah, you doing, exactly. Vince? Exactly. This is not your area of expertise. Don't do it. Yeah. You just learned it and you know how to do it and you know how to mix it in with breakdancing, but don't teach them popping. Yeah. Part of me did feel a little bit bad for laughing at this person, but at the same time, like, you don't understand it well enough. Maybe you shouldn't yeah. do a tutorial. You don't have any roots in it. And the fact that you, you said literally, roll it as tightly as possible, and it was the loosest thing <laughs> i do not make pretty spring rolls by the way my spring rolls are like like lopsided the middle has like a slit and that's just because i add way too much things in there but it tastes good that's all that matters yeah that it tastes good. maybe his tasted good <laughs> yeah i'm sure it did yep <laughs> yeah I don't really know if it tasted good, but it tasted like, good to him. So that's all that matters. As right? long as he's smiling. Anyways, during this quarantine, just find something that you can learn how to do instead of being fixated on something bad or fixated on like what's going outside, creating stress, creating some negative thoughts or anything like that. Pick something that you want to learn how to make. Make a shelf. Like this. Vince oh, yeah. made these shelves up here. Or this table. Or a table. I don't know. Pick but up something random. Maybe not the table because this is kind of difficult and 
Yeah. You need a lot of tools. Don't do the table. <laughs> Scratch that. The Don't do the table. Easy. Learn how to cook something. Find one specific dish and cook it over and over and over. Vince has started to pick up, what was it? Um, Drunken noodles? That's oh, yeah. you. And he has made that, I want to say, at least three weeks in a row. Yep. Three, four weeks in a row. And it has gotten really good. So find a dish that you like to eat when you're out all the time and just try to make it it's over and over like, and over. It's kind of relaxing. Like it's kind of like, like, um, like a challenge. It's like, to me, it's like meditation. Cooking? Yeah. Because like, and, you know, you you open up your phone, you see all this bad stuff happening. Just put your phone down, put on some music, start chopping it up. And then if it, uh, actually, you know what? I could take that back. Before all that, make sure you like watch a video and how to make it. This is true too. Because that does help a whole lot. Like reading it, like what I've found is reading a um, instructions is one thing, but when you see somebody do it, it like, it kind of like changed my perspective. And look for a legitimate video. Like, yes, we, what did we make? Was it, was it that dish or another dish? Some, another Thai dish. I can't remember which one, but then you're like, oh, should I follow this person's recipe or this person? This person's, uh, oh, she's that Korean. I was like, why? And then this girl's. Thai, I would follow the Thai girl's yeah. dish. That's why it's difficult sometimes to find good recipes because like, especially with like, when I say extremely ethnic, I mean like stuff that's not super common. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to find a good recipe sometimes. Like, what's it? Like, uh, when I was trying to make doubles, Trinidad doubles, oh, there's not, so there's a lot of recipes out there. But then if, if the website says like all-star recipes mm. by Jordan, I'm like, Nah, Jordan. These are for like really ethnic, or very specific food items. But yeah. if it's like general items, I like All Star or All Recipes. I just made that up. I don't even know what that. Oh, okay, my bad. Is that a real thing? All Star Recipes. I think it's called All Recipes. Oh, okay, but anyways, uh, you like you got to really dig for some good recipes for for like ethnic food, and um, you actually like find some. Especially if you watch a video, you'll find uh. Some tips really and stuff. tricks from other people. I think what we do is we'll like watch multiple people make it and yeah. we'll pick and choose like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Oh, I, I think that ingredient is needed too. That, that's a little blasphemous. Let's take that thing out. <laughs> I think one of the things I made recently, I'm trying to ferment tea leaves to make tea leaf salad. Yeah. And I think one of the recipes asked for cabbage to be fermented in there. And I was like, I don't have cabbage. I'm not going to do it. So I just took it out. Mm. It hasn't turned out yet, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, that I think like that one, we might need the advice of a expert auntie. Yeah, I feel I don't know any Burmese aunties or grandmas. We do know one, but he doesn't. I mean, a man, he, but he doesn't make it. <sighs> Dang it. Because he gets it from Burma, right? Yeah. So if you know someone that knows how to make tea leaf salad or actually ferment the tea leaves, please find me on social media and let me know. Send me a message because I want to be able to ferment these tea leaves. 